Hello, everybody. This is Laura Saruji, Regional Vice President for Coble Baker Real Estate Group in Wisconsin. Today, I am joined by Heidi and Scott Bader and their dog, Dottie, of course, who is always part of everything. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, how are you guys? You're really great. That's fantastic. So Huddy and Scott are real estate agents up in our Door County office. Um, and then they are have been serving their clients. Scott, you're over 30 years now? 35. 35 years. Awesome. And then Heidi, you joined a few years ago, correct? Yep. This is my third year. Fantastic. And you're still um, working and living well together as a married couple? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Went through COVID lockdown together. Oh, man. What a year it has definitely been. Yeah. Um, and an even more interesting year. You guys have had an amazing journey together um, as a couple, I should say. But I would like to read a direct quote before you get into telling me your own version of it. And that is Scott Bader is used to being in control. As a real estate agent in Door County, in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, this man woos clients, scouts properties, and closes deals. But when he was diagnosed with kidney disease, Scott found himself in a life-threatening situation that tested his limits. Scott, do you say that's about accurate? No, I'm not at all. I'm crying. I don't yeah. know about the control part, but yes, I was. It is accurate, uh, all of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what she said. <laughs> but it does go on to say the next very sweet part. What's more is he had to rely on his wife, Heidi, who gave him the gift of life with her own kidney so he could participate in a kidney exchange. He received his new kidney in April 2016 and since then has been able to live life to its fullest. Is that a little bit more accurate? Fairly. They, uh, they had a certain theme they wanted to go with. That's on the UW calendar. Yes, it is. So we're also, we're also pinups, as is Dottie. Um, yes, it's somewhat accurate. I'd say you're still pretty stubborn, though. Okay. Yes. No, I'm not. <laughs> I love okay. it. But there might be a little um, control issue on my part as well. So, so it's kind of amazing that we work so well together. <laughs> Tell me more about that. I didn't think Heidi was the controlling one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, a part of our kidney story is that we, uh, his sister um, was a match and then wasn't able to give, and his daughter was a match and wasn't able to give. And so um, that's when I just said, fine, I, I've got to do something about this. And I was telling him that I was going to get evaluated and he started arguing with me and I literally put my hand over his mouth and I said, I'm telling you, I'm not asking you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I sometimes feel the need to control some things too. <laughs> but it's saving your husband's life. Right? I mean, I mean, that's kind it of part of it. Selfish. Yes, it was a selfish act on my part. Okay, but there's another part of that quote, too, is what you realize you could control nothing, and that God yes. controls everything. And there we go. Out of the way and let him do it. And that was, it was a true miracle uh, what happened. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, I mean, learned a lot about. I, I was not going to go on dialysis. I was not going to get hooked up to a machine. I, 
Um, I'm lucky I didn't die because I kept running and which I should not have been doing. Um, and finally at the last minute we had to get it done, but um, then you just keep moving to strength. And yeah. um, Heidi was, I mean, we, our house was in disarray. We had to have boxes on boxes for the dialysis. I was sneaking off in the my Fish Creek office, the old Fish Creek office, because yeah. I could close the door and I could do my dialysis at lunchtime. And how then did when you, I got home. Yeah, I mean, how did you know of, how many times did you have to tell Heidi that you're fine until she made you finally go in? Like, was there a start to this? Was there, you know, how long over the years? Well, it was <laughs> or actually, months? it was actually, um, I was training for a half marathon and we were in Fort Vallarta for one of the senior trips. Mm -hmm. And I was running there and I was really getting tired. And I just thought, you know what you do on the seniors trips, you stay out um, late. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you go down a lot of slides, water slides. Yes, is that correct? So <laughs> me out. <laughs> I think we've all seen photos of it. It's fine. <laughs> I, I still feel violated from that. Uh, <laughs> Megan. Yeah, cut that part out. Megan Jack. <laughs> anyway, um, and so when I got back, I don't remember, honey. I went to the, I went to the doctor and he said, Well, your blood pressure is really high. And they called me right after my appointment, and so is your creatinine level is really high. You need to get in right away. And um, I don't, did I even tell you that right away? I, yeah, I think you did. But really, you know, when I look back on it, it really was in the whole scope of things, it was a pretty short period of time. Because okay. most people struggle, struggle with kidney disease for years and years. And that wasn't Scott's story. You know, he, he hit bottom pretty fast. So he did um, try to deny it for a long time. I think it's funny we were, he had seen a couple doctors. And so of course him retelling me about his appointment never, I never got all the details that I knew I needed. The nephrologist. And then we, I finally said, I'm going with you. And we had an appointment with a nephrologist in Green Bay. And if we had to Google on the way down what a nephrologist on the way down, was. We had to Google what a nephrologist was. <laughs> no. that's, that's how quick it all kind of happened, is that we didn't even know <laughs> a nephrologist was. Who was a kidney doctor, for those okay. who don't know. I learned something new today. That's perfect. Hey, we didn't know either. I mean, it's such a weird thing, but yeah. So you went to the doctor, and then at what point in the process did you know? Because... Earlier in your childhood, you you only had one kidney. Is that correct, Scott? Yeah, that was a birth defect, though. That, okay. uh, this, this second one that went, they don't know why it stopped. It was, it could have been a, a number of things. But um, Advil, I used to take a lot of Advil because I was running a lot. And um, Advil's not good for you, no matter what they say, especially okay. if you're taking it on a pretty regular basis. Um, but yeah, it was a completely different thing. They, they could have done a biopsy, but they decided what, it wasn't worth the risk. He waited too long <laughs> to say it was okay to do a biopsy. I just have to tell you, in my Zoom right now, the way you pointed and scolded like that, it went directly to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you found out that you needed a kidney transfer. Um, 
so your sister and your daughter, mm -hmm. both were potential candidates. They were, well, I'm O positive and I've learned other things too is I can donate to you, I can donate to anybody, but I only can get O positive back. And both my okay. sister and my daughter are O positive. Gotcha, okay. Heidi, Heidi is not O positive. Okay, so how did this all work then? Just like my attitude. <laughs> Be positive. Oh, I love you guys. Uh, okay, so what happened then? What happened next? Take me through the next steps of, of what happened. So, well, oh, go ahead, honey. Well, Scott was originally, you have to go through all kinds of testing to make sure that you are a, a candidate to receive a kidney, you know, so obviously he'd gone through all that and was approved. And then once, um, his sister and his daughter went through all of the tests because it's a day long they check everything so that's that's a significant thing to say that they were tested and didn't get didn't didn't qualify um it's no easy thing but then um i called and made my appointment for my day and went down and um got poked and prodded and everything was good and and then um one, you know, and then it's a little bit of time after all of that for them to okay you to say it's fine. And then they said, what, three months, three to eight months? Six months to three years. Six months to three years was their projection of how long it would take to get matched to even okay. an exchange. So, so back up just a second though, is I got on the list. I mean, we met with UW Health by actually a last minute mistake our insurance company, we were going to go to Milwaukee. Our insurance company said, no, now you have to go to UW. And we were mad. It was a godsend, as it turned out. They're wonderful down there. Um, they rather quickly approved me. And I got on the transplant list, too. So I could wait, which there's thousands and thousands of people waiting right now for a kidney from a deceased donor. And that can take um, years. Yes, Crazy. years and years and years, if ever. Or you get somebody to donate directly to you, which would have been maybe my sister or Betsy. Or what Heidi dove into on her own, which I didn't want her to do, um, was the paired kidney exchange, which means she, you donate, you have somebody that will donate a kidney on your behalf, and then somebody else will donate one back. And it goes into the mix. Yeah. Okay. My, my tagline for this that has never been picked up is that it's the ultimate BOGO event. You bring an organ, you get an organ. <laughs> it's like the best line ever and nobody's grabbing and running of it. I don't, I don't get it. But. I spoke at a Donate Life flag raising <laughs> ceremony and I told my story about my Heidi and that was one of the lines and they're all standing there very somber and I'm like, you can laugh, it's funny. <laughs> ultimate BOGO event. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so when you throw a kidney into the mix, it kind of obviously increases your chances of getting a matching kidney. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, six months to three years was our projection. And so I actually got my real estate license when Scott got sick. Because, oh, really? Yeah, because he was so tired all the time. And I thought, I could do showings for him, you know, and he can do all the paperwork and all the computer stuff and I'll do the showings for him was kind of the, 
the thought because like I said, we were we thought we were in this for years. And so that's that's why I jumped into real estate to begin with. So we just kind of settled into life thinking, you know, we could be doing this for the next three years. And so we're not going to just sit around and, you know, do nothing for all that time. We're just going to live life. And so, so we put our house on the market too. So we put our house on the market and <laughs> started looking for another house. And um, 28 days later, we had another kidney. And we got the call and, you know, they're like, can you come in and give us a date? And it's like, who would say no? Like, no, sorry, I'm busy that day. <laughs> Wash my hair. Um, so... <laughs> So we, we got the call, you, we got a kidney, we're going to, and it's all just an absolute whirlwind. And within that time period, we got an accepted offer on our house. And wait, wait, wait. we got to talk about that showing we had. Okay. What ahead. happened at the showing? Well, we had just gotten the notification and I actually was in the driveway of a listing appointment. I just gotten done and Heidi called me and said, did you answer your, did you get a phone call? I'm like, no, I, and I was okay, getting a little snippy. This part of the story and say, I was a middle school counselor at the time and I had a group of kids in my room and I was working with them. And I, you know, we were at that point that anytime you get a phone call from UW or Madison, right. you pick up the phone. So I tell the kids, you know, give me a minute and I get this call and it's that you have a match. And because I was, donor I got the call first and had to say yes this works for me you know yeah. so I knew about it first and I, again I'm in a room full of middle school children <laughs> I'm sobbing they're all looking at me like I'm like no no they're good tears <laughs> I, I get a hold of Scott thinking he's already gotten his phone call but he didn't answer the phone because he is a dead hey, Scott that's money. in a listing appointment. All right, all right. <laughs> so she called me when I'm leaving this listing appointment, and she said, did you answer you? Did you get a phone call? I'm like, no, I was a little, you know, I wasn't feeling good uh, very much, and I was probably not the nicest person to be around, but I said, no, I was in a listing appointment. I couldn't answer it. She goes, well, did you get a call from Madison? And I'm like, oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> again <laughs> and then I realized what it was and I had to call him back and I couldn't talk like right now I'm having trouble talking and um, anyway they were they were apologizing it's gonna go really quick and everything I'm like I don't care <laughs> so we get home and we're okay we've got our youngest daughter's graduating from high school that year this is in April yeah. And we've got our house on the market. I have boxes and boxes in the guest bedroom full of dialysis equipment, which you have to have. And our house is for sale. And we're trying to figure out, we're thinking we've got to move to Madison for a month. We're wrong. You don't. Um, and so we're trying to do all these different things. And I get a call, Scott, can we show your house today or tomorrow? I look at Heidi and I said, what do you think? She goes, why not? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and they came in and they made, she made an offer and it was perfect because we could then take the house off the market. 
We didn't have to show it anymore because we're going to be home recovering and everything. And that was we found another house. That was Linda Adams with our office. So she, yes. so she, she understood yeah. everything you're doing. <laughs> and so we found another, we found a house and we looked at it and we had to go down to Madison then for pre-op, which was means that that's pre-surgery the day before. And so we're sitting in there and they want to make sure you're okay and everything. And I'm in with one doctor and she's with another. And I got a text and or you got the house. Um, they, they accepted your offer, not the other one. I said, oh, that's awesome. Great. Hey, do you mind if I go next door and tell my wife? He goes, what? I said, we just got an accepted offer in a house. He says, you what? <laughs> so I said, yeah, that's how we roll. But so anytime, if I ever have a client that says, oh, we're too busy for a showing or we can't make that work. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you a story. <laughs> you really can't turn real estate off, Scott. No, <laughs> no, he doesn't ever. <laughs> oh my God. So you recovered in your house that had an accepted offer on it. And then how long until you moved into the new home? We had just, you know, you can't lift anything after your surgery of weight limit. And like the day before moving day, our weight restrictions were taken off. Um, for but two. our lovely friends and church family and family oh. wouldn't let us lift anything. And we didn't. We didn't. So my family and our church family all moved up. And of course, you know, moving company too. But um, yeah, it just, we had so many people that swarmed in to help. It, not, not to mention all the food. Oh my gosh, more food than you can even imagine. <laughs> So yeah, it truly was, it really helped you to see how much love you have in your life and how many people care about you. Oh my goodness, of course. Oh, now with all, yes, I should segue into something special and meaningful because that was a really good comment, but how did you handle your diet change with all this new food coming in, Heidi? Because I know you love cheese. <laughs> well, once it's all over, there are no questions. <laughs> so we were post-surgery, so... You could eat anything, and and we did. <laughs> I I felt personally responsible to eat absolutely everything that came into our house, <laughs> and I did because why not? I just saved a life. I can eat whatever I want. Well, oh they goodness. told me they told me when we were there at UW. I'm sorry. This is here's a diet you're gonna have to go on. This is pre-transplant, and it's not a Wisconsin-friendly diet. No beer, no brats. No cheese. No tomatoes. No tomatoes. Acidity. No yes. potassium. Oh, really? Yeah. Potassium. Mm. But yeah, like, so you think about Italian, Mexican, like everything has tomato sauce. Yeah. And cheese. Right. No yeah. Bloody Marys for you? Oh, no, but we've had our share since then. We're <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, because I, I just, I really, by the time I got my transplant, and this is such a, not a minuscule thing, I no. was just dying for a beer and a broth. And I asked my surgeon, who I probably shouldn't mention his name, but he was, he's the, the chief surgeon and every super great guy. I said, I just, can I get a brat and a beer after surgery? He's like, yeah, they'll make you a brat. And just have your daughter put some beer in a Coke can or something and bring it in. <gasps> Seriously? Really? Yeah. Did Betsy do that? No, she wouldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, come on. I thought she brought you a beer. No. 
she wouldn't do it. Well, wait a second. I had the broad, no, though. I got really sick. I had a broad, but I got really sick. <laughs> was it Hannah who was graduating from high school? So she technically wouldn't have been able to. No, this wait, is Betsy. Betsy. Okay, but Betsy's older. But that's Be right. Betsy wouldn't, no. And Hannah, <laughs> Hannah stayed home. She was taking care of the animals and the house and everything. And so she had- Free daddy. Well, daddy wasn't with us yet. No, and now she hasn't left your side. Now she literally has yeah. not left my side. And Dottie, we, we did get Dottie one year after our trip. No, two years after our trip. Anyway, <clears throat> she's named after Dottie, the organ dot mascot. The That's little fantastic. orange dot that you put on your, in Wisconsin anyway, you put that on your driver's license. We want everybody to go to uh, donatelife.org. If you're not signed up as an organ donor, you're not going to use them after you're gone. Give them to somebody that needs them. Anyway, so she's named after Dottie the Organ Dot. She's pretty famous with um, Donate Life Wisconsin, too. They, they really love her. And she's on the calendar, too. So. Of course. Of course she and is. Business card. And your business card. <laughs> she's very real. involved in your film. And yeah. the billboard. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love it. You'll see it when you go up to Door County to visit. <laughs> Um, that is without saying, Scott, anytime I see, you know, uh, business cards or any of your posting and information out there, it's always donate life. Praise God. That is, um, I think your staple. That hashtag came to me. I was never really, I said there were pound signs. I never did those things. I was arguing with my daughters. It's the pound sign. It's not a hashtag. I, it came up with it and I, I even got bracelets that say hashtag donate life, hashtag praise God. And I love it. Um, yeah. No, that's good. I think I've even seen you um, go back and forth with Jesse Prodell on the amount of hashtags that should be used as well, no, right? That was, that was, I would always joke with her. That is not supposed to be a hashtag. It's a pound sign hashtag. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to include some of the links here on the podcast, obviously to um, Heidi's five selfish reasons of how she was, um, she didn't want to be done with you yet pretty much and that you're an impatient person. Just pitter patter, let's get on. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously to donate life because yes, it absolutely is very, very, very important. And it's more than just that orange dot. Um, and, and if somebody would know somebody that is in need of a kidney or you can get a living donor, go to uwhealth.org uh, backslash transplant. And there's a okay. whole page there on how to do it. Um, who knows? I mean, maybe one person knows somebody that needs somebody or something and, and a miracle like this can happen to them as well. And obviously we, Scott and I are both 100% willing to talk to anybody if they're going through this and have questions or concerns, you know, as far as a living donor, you know, we'll, we'd talk to anybody. So people can reach out to us at any point. I love, it. love to talk to them. Amazing advocates, amazing realtors up in the Door County area as well. We love having you part of the Cole Banker group. Um, amazing story, but one thing with all of these podcasts we have to ask what is your favorite part of your room is how we or favorite part of your house let me rephrase that that is one of our questions that we always have to ask want me to go first i have i, I have a bet on what i think i know what it is mine well mine is the uh outside kidney shaped patio which has a hot tub <laughs> which has a hot tub on it and it's also got the hashtag donate life uh, praise God on it too. That's fantastic. A lot of time in the hot tub because I couldn't take a hot tub when I was doing dialysis, and I've more than made up for that. Okay, I love it. 
very fitting. Heidi? <laughs> I, I just, I love our living room. It's, you know, we have a wall of windows and we put in a fireplace and it's just all the, the color that we have it painted. It took me, I think, three years to find this blue. <laughs> I mean, my dad painted it for us and <laughs> I love our house. And so, you know, when you donate a kidney to save a life, um, you get sometimes some things from that. And this house kind of is my thank you for giving me a kidney kind of house because Scott didn't want to move. He bought me <laughs> a just, house. <laughs> that and you won every argument for three years. Oh, there's that. <laughs> what is he done with the arguments now that it's it almost runs, 2021? It there's a, there's a, a statute of limitations after three years. No. 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 <laughs> All she has to do is go, oh, my incision hurts. I'm like, oh, I, I, I grab my side. I'm like, oh, oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, I'm missing a kidney. <laughs> God, the two of you, the relationship is always just entertaining as always. <laughs> and I totally would have lost that bet because I would have guessed that you were going to choose the boat. Oh, well, that's not a room. That's, that's still a home. It's our guest house. Yeah. See? Okay. Well, I would have said that had I even thought about it. We're not as smart as you. I think we oh. both would have said that. <laughs> not what I was saying at all. <laughs> our, boat, our boat is our happy place. For yes. sure. It is. If you follow them on social media, you will see just as many pictures of the boat, maybe a cocktail on the boat, and nope. their dog, Dottie. <laughs> <laughs> our doodle, Dottie. Is that what it is? Yeah. Our, yeah. our Dottie doodle. Dottie doodle. There yeah. you go. Follow her on Instagram. <laughs> you know, I Instagram page. <laughs> I cannot thank the two enough, or the two of you so much for sitting down with me today, even though opposite places, but thankfully virtually we're all able to meet up. And I appreciate you sharing your wonderful story with us. We miss oh, you. Thanks for having us. We, we love being a part of this company too. We really do. Mm. Miss you guys. Thanks for all you do, Laura. Appreciate Just it. Just take the best wear blue.